0: Hello welcome to Trex, I'm Tim. And I'm Harry. And this is episode number sixty five. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I feel like we're in slow motion today. <laughs> I no, I don't know why. I've really slowed down at the end of the... <laughs> this. is episode sixty-five. Yeah, imagine we talk like that the whole time. <laughs> There's definitely people like flicking with their podcast app at that stage, like why have it's I got this on 0.5? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Yeah. Wow, the 15 second skip. Do you think anyone skips through our intros? They find them so Absolutely. tedious. Absolutely. Really? Yes, no one's even heard this. <laughs> Despite the fact that they're only like two minutes long? Yeah. We must remember what this is here for. It's here to introduce you to this week's episode, and quite frankly, it's a zinger. We yeah. are catching up on what happened over the last six weeks while we've been off gallivanting around doing all sorts of madness. Um, it's a brilliant one. Loads of music. We're getting back down to it, and we really, really hope you guys will enjoy it. I'm absolutely convinced you will. Even if Harry's yawning in the background right now, I'm I'm still convinced you will. (laughs) And really, at the risk of keeping you out of bed any longer, Harry, I'm just going to say, we have already recorded the episode, so I can see you somewhere, and then you'll be allowed to go to bed. Where would that place be? Uh, I think that would be on the flip side. Nice one. We'll see you listeners there, and Harry, see you later. Chant's a bit of a fun thing. Whoa. Shall we begin? Let's begin now. You all right, mate? Alright there, Tim. How's it going? It's going very well, thank you. How are you? Uh, I'm very well. I'm excited to be here on... What feels like our first normal, proper recording session for about ten years. Yeah. Maybe since before the podcast actually started. I don't know how that works, but <laughs> <laughs> it seems It'll like... Tell you what, how it doesn't work, Tim. Yeah. Um, well, it does feel a bit odd, doesn't it? But... We've, it's been a weird few, kind of, like, at least a month of just weird stuff. I think more than a month. Basically since Great Escape, we never really... Like, got back into the proper routine of, like... When's the last time we recorded on a Tuesday? That's what I mean. Previously, it was always release on a Tuesday morning, record on a Tuesday evening. Tuesday was a big old day for us, but I don't think we've done that for, yeah, ever. Mm. It's nice to be back. Yeah. I'm feeling good about it. Yeah. Tired, but very, feeling very, very, very positive. (laughs) (laughs) Half 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 positive. Yes, although... As I say this, we've been sat in this room for about an hour now, maybe a bit longer, and I've suddenly decided it's way too bright in here. I'm like looking at you and I can't really see you. I'm like, really? You want me to go and ch- turn the light off? Yeah, bit? this will be good podcast I material. was going to say, it will would be, wouldn't it? I hey, You ready, uh, listeners. Yeah. Here we go. How long will it take? Now they might understand how big the room is because they can time how long it takes me. Although, because you're clearly still so close to the mic, <laughs> <laughs> and you've elbowed a table, they know that there isn't that much space to work with here. Oh, so I'm leaving. Here he goes. Here he, here he. Oh! I mean, he's just walking on the spot, listeners. I can't lie to you. No! Yeah. From all the way over, it's <laughs> <laughs> Why have you turned into a whale? <laughs> um, um, maybe a touch more? That's as far as this, is so. nice. this is I quite like nice. I like this. I mean it's difficult Again this is so Again fun. poor Why are they all really uh, <laughs> They're dimmed yeah. And that one's like Exactly Poor um, <coughs> Podcast content Once again We're really going in With the bad no, stuff what I was trying to do Was get the effects And like give people A bit of a yeah. laugh Yeah they thought we were In a big hall Yeah but what I'm saying is This is also What I'm about to explain We've got three lights Above Directly above Harry Pretty much mm. Spotlights um, Two have dimmed And one hasn't The middle one I feel like I'm being interrogated Yeah yeah, it does feel a bit like that. A bit Soviet. Is it worse than what it was? No, it's way better. I Is can it? see you now. Is that okay. what I mean? Like, uh, um, Good. Yeah. I'm glad you're happy. So, uh, anything exciting to report back from this week? Um, no, not really. I've been yeah. ill. I've been trying to get over an illness. I'm still not over it. Um, yeah, you're a bit I've like... just been like trying to go to work, pissing people off for being there. But I don't think people are... You know when you want to go to work just to show them that you're... You want to go and you want to be a good colleague, but everyone else wants you to be at home because they don't want to get ill. Especially oh, really? when you're being really, really, like, coughing a lot. Yeah. Like I cough, every, I think that day I went everywhere. <laughs> I cough probably every two minutes. I mean, big coughs, doing people's heads in. Yeah, one of them said, it sounds like you've got the bubonic plague down there. And I I had to (laughs) apologise. Also because, like, uh, in your office, it's a bit, like, echoey, I imagine. Like, for coughs to be reverberating around from your table. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it is a bit. So it's... Ideal. It's been a bit weird. It's been... Do you know what? This week, I felt really positive because it's the first week that I feel like I haven't got anything on, but in, like, a good way. Like, I've loved that we've been doing stuff on these certain weeks in the past kind of month. But now I have nothing that's like this thing on Saturday, and then I've got this thing next week, and then I've got to go to this thing that weekend or whatever. It's like now I can, my, it's like my brain can finally just kind of settle down a bit. I feel the exact opposite of that. Really? Well, that's because you're like, I need something to look forward to. But like this week even is just like ominously busy. The next time. Really? Yeah. It's quiet in the advertising world. I don't have any evenings to relax until Sunday evening. Really? I mean I that's don't so far technically. Away. <sighs> Eight o'clock I get home and it feels like I literally go upstairs, <laughs> put like a cup a cup of tea down and it's midnight. <laughs> I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. That's the London commute for you, eh, Harry? Yeah. Um how have you anything exciting for you, Tim? Anything like exciting. Say, just busy Um I've been rushing about, I've been doing things. I um drunkenly of Course. Yeah. Bought uh, tickets at End of the Road Festival, so that's gonna happen. You yeah, heard about this? I wasn't part of it, which is funny. Well, you really went, fucking funny. Well, you weren't there. Um, oh, you out? Yeah. Oh, fair enough. I let you off. No, of I was it. drunk at home on my own. No, I thought it was like a WhatsApp group that wasn't in party tonight. No. no, no, I was out and about. Out and about. I think uh, Hannah told me, and I considered buying one as well, but I, I can't part with hundred quid at the moment. Yeah. I'm just nearly 200 sorry yeah yeah it's too much I don't have it either um, but mm-hmm. there you go so that is going to happen it would be good if you could join us yeah it? it does look it looks absolutely great I yeah. just I'll have to make sure tickets are available next month yeah and I saw that um, Rough Trade apparently they do this every year but obviously because I've never gone to the festival before I've never really looked into it but they've got like a compilation of 2017 uh, acts at End of the Road Festival like coming out as like a physical CD and everything, and it looks really good. Mm-hmm. So I'll be listening to that and... Talked about compilations last week. We did indeed. Um, but yeah, I think we should really get into the music. Because what music? today, before we started, I listened to all of our Glastonbury episode, and as much yeah. as it is absolutely thrilling listening, a laugh a minute, I'll tell you what, there's a lot of talking. So I feel like this week we probably... Big of talking. There's some music underneath. Yeah, right? but- there is, Come of course, on. but it's a it's a talk-heavy episode, so I feel like this week we really owe our listeners a load of music, and I would like to invite you to get straight into it because what we're doing this week is an entire week of musical highlights, essentially, because we haven't recorded for quite a long time in a normal episode, as we have already mentioned, and that means that for basically a month there's been... An unbelievable amount of good stuff coming out that we haven't really got to talk about. So it's like a catch up. Yeah, it's catch up of the last four to six weeks, I would say. Yeah, I think that's about a month. I went kind of back to. I think. Yeah. Of good, good, good stuff, and there's so much. There's like at least five things that haven't made my cut that I really would yeah, have I've liked to talk about. I've got a list of eight about. things. Yeah. And I'm only picking four. Okay. So, start us off. Let's go. You want me to go first? To you. As always, um, so I'm trying to see what kind of order I want to put these in. Okay, can you see what are you where are you looking to see this? Uh, my phone. Oh. <laughs> um, so I I do know what I'm going to go with first, actually. Um, so some boys that we had on the podcast a little while ago released another we single slash. Well, I guess it's it's a single with another song on it. It's not. Is it a a double A side? I think you could call it that Okay They're probably listening to this saying Harry you fucking knob You don't know these things That is what everyone was thinking (laughs) (coughs) How dare you And some of the people on the podcast So we're looking at Eyes fixed on the sun slash you're on my mind The band is Atlas Wind Nice rhyming there Yeah did that on purpose (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely um, I constantly, I, mean, I remember when we first went to see them. I can't remember actually. Oh, we, were, we were, <laughs> Do you remember or do you not? I was going to say, I can't remember where we'd heard of them, but it was through friends of ours who told us about them. Yeah, shouts to mind of a lion. Yeah. And we went to see them play and I remember us thinking, oh shit, these guys are actually really good sick and like Absolutely every sick. time I've seen them it's been like no they fucking are really good like yeah. I can't, kind of can't get over how how much I love everything they release and like seeing them live I've, I was actually listening to them the other day and just thinking I'd like to see them live again because it's been a little while now yeah Um. but the song that I'll play that I'm going to talk a little bit about is Eyes Fixed on the Sun which is the new single um so it's the third one I think. They've got four songs released at the moment. I'd love to know if they I'm, I'm assuming they've got an EP or something on the on the horizon. We'll we'll get them on soon. Yeah, I think that that is something that needs about, to uh, get lined up in the very near future. So listeners, do keep tuning in because yeah, I think they'll be here at Tracks HQ in the very near future. <laughs> if We can make that happen to. Him, and I believe we can. <laughs> um Yeah, so four new songs for people to go and listen to. And they're on Spotify and stuff. And you can go and listen to them now. And, like, I just can't implore you enough, right, to go and listen (laughs) to them. They're like, I I never know exactly what to say they sound like. Um, They have that kind of driving bass that reverberating driving bass that may be um I can't think think, that's always a good thing I think yeah they've they've got that kind of um really kind of brash sort of element that a lot of two pieces have where like a lot of noise comes out of not a lot of kind of different directions so you get a real power out of what you are hearing um and yeah, I'm I i, I I'm a bit lost for a reference of who they sound exa- exactly like To Absolutely, I agree. That's a really good thing. They're unique. They're really exciting. And yeah. yeah, I think I remember at the time listening to them saying a little bit, they had something that was quite Queens of the Stone Age. They had, um, obviously when you see kind of a two piece that really work it and are quite loud and they've kind of fill the room. You kind of think royal blood, but I honestly think, I prefer this to Royal Blood quite a bit. Um, Which is a a big (laughs) yes from Harry there. A big Um, yes from a band he couldn't be bothered to see at Glastonbury. He prefers them to you, so... No, the other way around. for (laughs) God's sake. Who couldn't be bothered to see? Royal Blood. Royal Blood, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not interested. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But liking you more than them is a big plus. But loving Atlas, are we just talking to them now? (laughs) I don't know. So the song I'm going to play is Eyes Fixed on the Sun. It's got this. It starts a little bit kind of slower and that, and it it really kicks you as well. It's like a bloody mule. Do they kick in the tits? (laughs) (laughs) Right, let's get kicked. Yeah. (laughs) There's a thorn in my sight Staring out the window Eyes fixed on the sun Seems to me that that's the only Choice I have left Twix on the Sun by Atlas Wines and I think when, when we were listening to that I was just thinking ignore everything I've said about what they sound like just go into it and listen to them and come up with your own yeah. ideas I mean that was my first time <coughs> hearing that and I would say for me there was big kind of Jack White vibes yeah. like, uh, but maybe more like The Dead Weather or something like that um, mm. just that kind of slightly off-kilter um, a bit unpredictable tight sound to it but great. Adding like a bit it. of slide guitar in that as well with the heavy elements as well. That's yeah, so yeah. a little bit jazzy. Uh cool. So that's my first pick and my first highlight so far, Tim. Sick. Lovely stuffles. <laughs> Tim, second? I mean your first. <laughs> uh so my first pick of this week is probably gonna be my most predictable uh one of all. In the it's exactly the kind of thing that I play on here all the time. Yeah. Um, but a good version of it. The acts Is it techno? It's techno, 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 <laughs> techno, techno. techno. Uh, no, it's uh, a band called Big Thief. Which, I mean, just intriguingly, intriguingly, they're not called The Big Thief. Which is what normally a kind of indie band would be called. But they've just, they've knocked so off they... the the, 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 yeah. Sorry, are they called Big Donut Thief or Big Thief? There's a joke there that I've missed completely. I do, do you wish to explain? I, listeners... You stole you a don- donut today. Oh, I did steal a donut today. Oh, <laughs> was my an accident? God. It was an accident, right? Yeah, it was so bad. How I was... did you do that? Right. It was an accident, so you can say. I had, like, a handful of, like, shopping in Tesco's. <laughs> and you know, like, when you... <coughs> When you go to, like, the bakery thing, you get, like, one of those little plastic bags. Yeah. I had, like, got a donut, put it in the little plastic bag, and then, like, put the... My hand and arm, like, through the bag, and it had, like, gone down onto my forearm. Right. So I could carry all the other things in my hands. I didn't have enough hands to carry the bag as well. (laughs) So I went to, like, a person till, put all my stuff through, paid... Walked out and realised I still just had this bag hanging on my yeah, arm. Yeah, the donut. Just yeah, kind of I mean, they album. didn't notice it either. But I just <laughs> was like like a fancy lady with a handbag. I just had a little donut <laughs> hanging like, off my bag. Gucci, Gucci donut. And I got like halfway down the street as well. And then I thought, <gasps> and then I looked to my receipt and there was no donut on it. And like, texted me like, I don't want a no donut. I was still walking. Should I go back? <laughs> I'm still walking. I like. Did you I, eat it? I did you? What, yeah. what was it like? It was a, did a, it taste like guilt? It tasted even sweeter. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a weird moment. Because um, I'm, I'm not like a that kind of guy at all. What um, <laughs> thief? <laughs> yeah, I would say you're not. Yeah. No, but um, I, I genuinely felt a little bit bad. And but then I thought like. Uh, Tesco's the big evil company yeah, and big corporate one. Cause... Probably don't pay the taxes, so they owe me a donut. <laughs> yeah, everyone should go in and get a donut. Yeah, yeah. If you <laughs> if you fancy stealing donuts, listeners, then I suggest that's a good tactic because I <laughs> breathe through <laughs> security. They'll just think that's already his donut. He <laughs> came he's, in with that. He's so assured the way he's carrying that donut, <laughs> it couldn't be from here. Um. Anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt, but. Uh, yes, well, maybe uh, subconsciously the reason I've gone for the big, th- for big Thief is because I am a big one. Yeah. But they are kind of a slightly folky indie rock band straight out of Brooklyn. Um, and it's all kind of based around singer and guitarist Adrian Lenka. Beautiful voice, uh, really nice instrumental on the particular track I'm going to play, which comes from their album that they just put out by the name of Capacity. Uh, and yeah, I feel like there's so many songs that I pick where I basically give exactly the same kind of, uh, intro too. So I think I'm just going to play it and then see if we've got a little bit of something to say each. Uh, <laughs> okay. Because basically I'm just, I'm just going to keep saying it's a bit indie, it's a bit garagey, it's a bit of this, it's a bit of that. And we're all bored of it by this stage. This is episode number 65. You've heard me say it at least 65 times so uh, the song I'm going to play is the second song from the album which I think is the latest single and it's called Shark Smile Big Thief with Shark Smile Harry any thoughts on my Pick number one Very you Very me (laughs) I would say maybe Slightly more Um On the Chilled out End of the spectrum That is Very very indie movie credits Song Yeah Um Yeah I mean it is very me Let's be honest But I'm just trying to pretend It's not Yeah um, I'm trying to pretend I'm not completely predictable But I am (laughs) But uh I really like this band, and I think the album's really good and really worth checking out. It's not uh, kind of completely monotone. It does go to different places. There are different moods um, and kind of waves through it. And, yeah, highly recommend it. The album is Capacity. The band are Big Thief. Harry, on to your second selection. So my second pick, and I would say... Possibly one that I'm quite surprised that I'm maybe saying, or, su- or surprised that I'm picking. Uh, it's Miramasa. Okay. Um, who I guess for us is like a year old in terms of since knowing them. Yeah, Laura Massa. Yeah, <laughs> we remember her well from Bassberry <laughs> 2016. Exactly. Um, he's releasing a lot of stuff at the moment. He's got a new album, self-titled Miramasa uh coming out on the 14th so i believe by the time you listen to this the album is out is that a first album or is that i think so i think he's um i'm not entirely sure i'm just looking i think he's got some eps he's got one called soundtrack to a death i'm i'm, I'm sure cheery. this is probably an album it's yeah let's go with yes I mean, no, <laughs> he's got some other stuff out. Okay, I put you on the spot there and I do apologise. No, no, it's fine, I'm, I'm just reading off here. I believe this is his first, like, his proper thing. You proper. know, he's got lots of people involved. It's maybe his first one that he would, like, really put le- on his fucking wall. Really legit people too, like, this is a guy who... Oh, the most legit... I mean, I don't know necessarily now, but uh, certainly a few months ago, was still attending Sussex University... Um, and mm-hmm. kind of gigging in between seminars i guess like uh, yeah ridiculous the kind of people that i'm seeing i linked. think he's 3 years younger than us or well, 3 years younger than me i'm not a fucking music producer for god's sake um anyway so <laughs> he's really he's really he's released about um like six or seven songs now so far that's basically the whole album eight maybe (laughs) there's nothing left to come from this album surely so it's just a little rundown of who he's got on there so I believe we've got Charlie XCX we've got I never know how to say the name but NAO Um, and then we've got Tom Tripp who I think I've mentioned on the podcast before sounds a little bit like The Weeknd and I think he's on NAO's um, (laughs) label because I tried to sign him, but he was already gone. Oh, uh dear. Designer yeah. is on one of his songs. Jesus, big. Yeah, big old designer. Um, he's got the one I'm going to be talking about, but I'll just leave that quickly. <laughs> <laughs> little cliffhanger. Uh, he's also got listen. bonsai. Um, A tree? Bonsai tree? An, an actual tree. And Christine and the Queens. So these, those are just some of the ones that I'm talking about. The song I'm going to go for is Blue, and he has Damon Albarn. Of Blue and Gorillaz. And of himself. Blue and Gorillaz. <laughs> blue. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> David Orban rocking up in blue next to Simon? <laughs> Just and Anthony Costa in the corner. Duncan doesn't know what's going on. Where's he come from? <laughs> What a line up! um <laughs> Blair and get rid And listeners, due to uh, Harry's cough, we might have cut a bit of that laughing there, but we laughed for about five minutes <coughs> at that little yeah, I mistake. Sound like fucking dastardly, that yeah. dog. <laughs> Mutley. Mutt. <laughs> he was so, dick dastardly, and okay. his dog was Mutley. Okay, I have no yeah. idea, mate. alright? Mikey Races was the one. Yeah, but I don't watch it anymore. <laughs> 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 you love it, you always to talk. <coughs> oh no. I mean Don't make me laugh, mate. I mean Penelope Pitstop was a right sort, to be fair. But... <laughs> oh come on. Never say that again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of the, the one from Thunderbirds. The I, thing, nev- the I never watched Thunderbirds. Did you not? Oh, no, so they really looked like didn't they? Yeah, they like, were like, like, um, broken necks. <laughs> yeah, like flappy little mouths. They look like ventrilo- ventriloquist dummies, and I don't like them. And they practically were. But yeah, like but that's what mean. I mean, I arms. didn't like it. And their arms just all flapping <laughs> around. <laughs> <laughs> just too scary. And I didn't like that Like every other type of animation, they worked out how to make it look like the characters could actually walk. Whereas these ones just—they just sort of, of get around, up and down. <laughs> so absolutely rubbish. I think six-year-olds were in control of that show. Yeah, I'm almost certain that's <laughs> the case. Uh, anyway, eventually we're getting there. Um, it's a really good song. I remember telling you to go and listen to it. You already had. You were like, "Oh, the one with Damon Albarn. That's fucking great." Yeah, it sounds to me like it could be a, a new Francis and the Lights, the Lights track. Did you get that vibe from it? Maybe we should give it a listen first and then um, come back again. I did, and we should. Always seems like the best option. <laughs> yeah. I'm Aramasa with Damon Albarn. And um, I remember finding out that he was going to be on the album like maybe a couple of months ago. And I thought it might be like a heavier track, a bit bit like Gorillaz, a bit more bouncy. And I really love the way he's taken it. The kind of such a slow-paced song, uh, the kind of instrumentation around the end, the kind of... um, the whirly bits remind me a little bit of Frank Ocean's Blonde. There's certain parts in there that remind me of that. Um, it's a really nice track. I think we're going to get a really like fleshed-out album with lots of different varieties of songs and stuff on there, especially with all the different people involved. I agree. I think there's a real like subtlety and nuance to that track that I didn't necessarily see coming from, uh, if nothing else, just like such a young and new... Artist in Muramasa, like the the sort of layers in it, the there's just a feel to it that feels quite sophisticated and quite someone really in control of what they're creating. I think is really really impressive, and it's a track that I've been listening to a lot over the last. Um, Gotta have many weeks it is since it came out now. Yeah. I really love it, and I think um, yeah, you know, Damon Albarn, he, he's he is one of those guys that kind of everything. He touches, turns to gold. Mm. He is get you a man who can do both. He can just do kind of everything. Uh, and it always ends up great. But I, yeah, I think it's a great, great tune. That's what happens when you join up with big pot bone blue. Yes. Um, <laughs> Tim, give us your second pick. So my second pick, I'm going to go a little bit left field in the sense of... So obviously by the time we've normally got this far into an episode, uh, we're talking about songs and artists and very much keeping on that path, but when we're doing our musical highlights of the week, often it can be from anywhere, and there is something that has come out in the last month that I'm just a little bit obsessed with, and I feel like I have to talk about on the podcast, because it's very much music related, and it's also podcast related, because Uh. it is a podcast podcast our mates over at Gimlet Media have dropped what I think might be already one of my all time favourite podcasts and we're only three real episodes in at this stage it's called Mogul uh, and it is essentially tracking the life and times of Chris Lighty who's a character I didn't really know anything about at all very much um, at the centre of uh, hip hop emergence out of New York sort of 80s, 90s kind of era but like I think to people who really know their stuff probably a well known name but to me completely new. Well they mentioned don't they that it it started to become a household name just because it would be used in so many of the tracks that people were listening to like lyrics wise the, the name was talked about a lot and he managed essentially he started out from the very very bottom but ended up managing the likes of Foxy Brown, Fat Joe, Missy Elliott, Buster Rhymes, LL Cool J, 50 Cent. He was involved with a Tribe Called Quest. All kinds of just huge, huge names. Uh, you know, As big as it gets. Worked at Def Jam, did all this kind of stuff. And we don't quite know how we get there yet. But essentially it starts out by telling us that he died and potentially... Well, it was told that it was a suicide, but we don't really know if it was or not. Nobody believes it. Um, but what I really love is that when I listened to that, I thought, okay, this is going to be like a murder mystery kind of podcast, which I love that stuff. Like I you know, I listen to that kind of stuff all the time. <laughs> really intrigues me. Yeah. But what I loved about it was that they kind of told that story and you knew you were, that's the place you were going, but then they just went back and completely focused on the music and his career and his passion and where he came from and just told that story It's like the coolest incredibly. history lesson Yeah I've ever listened to um, Just everything about it is genius um, How many episodes are you into? I've listened to everything that is out so far So Right, so how many are, are out? We have part one uh, that beat, that beat right there Yeah Part two Not just me and the snakes Part three, rice pilaf and then we've had like these cameos so we had Massio, Warren G, and Fat Joe, they've all done like these little cameos where they tell... Oh, there's three episodes of those. Yeah, so they just tell little stories about him and like their interactions with him. Um, well, I've listened to the first two so far. I think it's going to be a six-episode series, purely because in one of the cameos, uh, the presenter says, we're halfway through the story. You know, whether that is a literal half or not, yeah. I don't know, but... It's just brilliant. I can't recommend it highly enough. Anyone who likes storytelling, anyone who likes uh, podcasts, anyone who likes that kind of stuff, but also just anyone who's really passionate about music and loves to kind of hear backstories of these kind of... Yeah, they did this amazing bit about... Like, I think, was it DJ Jazzy Jeff? Really, like, showed you that scratch that he brought yeah, in. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Transformer thing. Yeah, all these kind of little touches. So yeah. it, uh, there's, like, um, there's bits that aren't really related to Chris Light at all. Like, there's, they just talk about, you know, these uh, block parties or whatever they were called. Like, these, just how hip-hop kind of took over the youth of New York. And it yeah. just becomes... And they break down, like, how they took the the breakdowns of songs yeah, yeah. and change them into like these ongoing things by like switching the uh, channels and switching the yeah. records over and stuff like that and how they actually evolved yeah, yeah. and made hip-hop what it is it's, it's amazing. just so interesting yeah. it's so and, well done oh, i mean it's just genius but then like you know jazz is just an interesting one to mention because also there's certain sort of um people musicians however you want to refer to them The we kind of, our entry point is very much from when we were born. So they talk about Will Smith a little bit. Yeah, they love him. (laughs) But like, what's really interesting is to us, like we sort of know him as like Star of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, movie star. But I mean, obviously rapper, we know his songs. Yeah. But like, he seems quite a clean cut establishment person. And they sort of, uh, they allude to that being part of his character as well but also talk about how he emerged at the time and it's really interesting to get that point of view on someone that obviously has been like around for your whole life but they he, were singing his praises weren't they yeah like saying how he like he was comfortable in himself yeah and like he wasn't showing off or anything or yeah. he wasn't pretending to be something he wasn't yeah but it's amazing and there's all these brilliant stories um, are the little parts that aren't the episodes as good as well yeah Okay, yeah. Good. Again, because like, I was a little bit turned off by those bits, just because I was loving how mm-hmm. they were, like even I know I I love what the podcasts are about and that, but for me, just the way they're constructed and stuff is, is amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, I love listening to it just to hear how they've worked and put it together. it's So crafted, so beautifully yeah. crafted. But I mean, the the you know the little cameos and things they are very different. I mean, they're they're like a little story, but yeah, yeah, yeah. that they kind of uh, open them by yeah, saying that it. we collected sort of. Two hundred hours worth of uh, audio for this series, and couldn't really. Uh, and there's loads of stuff that was great, but we couldn't get into it, so we're going to give it to you anyway. Um, so you kind of accept it. it's like DVD extras, I suppose, the the podcast equivalent. Uh, still brilliant. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, go onto any podcast app and uh, search for Mogul. M O G U L. It's brilliant and. Uh, so one of those like, little uh, breakdowns of exactly how some uh, piece of music is crafted that you were talking about, Harry, uh, is they talk about uh, Cool Herc and the way that he uh, played the incredible bongo band's Apache, and how this became like an absolute anthem, um, and obviously then further, got taken further down the line to other versions of that song that we know very well and have danced to many times is that the one sorry that was the original by the english band the shadows indeed right uh yes but that is exactly the story they tell if you don't know the story of that song then go and listen to episode number one of mogul uh i'm just gonna wrap it up here by saying let's play apache by the incredible one go band Harry, number three pick, please. Numero 3 is going to be a little bit of a surprise. Well, it's not a surprise. It was a surprise to me when it released. So, one night, I was in bed, Tim. Oh. Just minding my own business. Where are you now? <laughs> I bet you are. Minding my own business, getting very hot and sweaty. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and I was on YouTube, and I thought, oh, what's this? And I saw a 46-minute video, and I thought... Mm. And it mm. said "Toujours moi," and I thought, mm. <laughs> And then it said "Toujours moi, boo boo," and I thought, <laughs> "I'm not going to do that anymore." <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're stopping there. <laughs> um, I thought, "What's this?" Turns out, the day after he was releasing another LP, which has been—I swear—it's been like ages since the last one. Uh, it's certainly it's been fifteen over two years. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can find out for you. I know where I was living when the last album came out, and it was very much Surbiton. Because he did have one that kind of just released, and it was like it wasn't even an album; it was live kind of cuts. Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the last proper album, 2015. Yeah. So we have Boo Boo, which firstly I love the name. Secondly, I love the aesthetic. And you'll get that aesthetic. I'm talking about the album cover, sorry. And you kind of get that in the video. So it's basically like videos of him, or not even necessarily him, but um, of like a, a camera sitting in the back of a car going through LA, and then it kind of switches around to different parts of LA. And like, it's all very like pastely and nice to look at, pleasing on the eye. I'm just kind of stylistic. It, it goes with the... With the songs, it's basically just a stream of the album, but with that feel and that look, just to kind of go with it, and it's really nice. I suggest you watch it as you. It's quite hard to sit down to a forty-three minute album like video because it's not something you do very often. You don't when you listen to music for the first time. You don't put something visual on with it. Uh, no, unless, unless it's Beyonce, m- yeah. Lemonade. I mean, which was very much like well yeah you cinematic yeah I I I mean I've listened to the album and really really loved it I'm trying to imagine myself now uh, like sitting and watching I don't think that's what I'm saying I don't think you can give all your attention to it Beyonce's Beyonce's was different Beyonce's was a lot different no attention span like even yeah (laughs) like uh, the Frank Ocean thing I really struggled to watch that again that was quite similar is that like you say, Beyoncé's was cinematic and each one was an episode almost. Yeah. But with those kinds, it was very much like something going on in the background while the music was playing. It yeah. wasn't like, oh, I'm going to watch him over there while he does nothing for like 13 minutes. Yeah. Like, as long as he doesn't make a spiral staircase, then we're at least under something. <laughs> um, so you, you, we're, we're kind of getting similar vibes, still that kind of washed out um Beach Dreams starry eyed vibe. It's it's very floaty and I feel, melodic. And, I feel there's a little bit more of a kind of eighties electro influence on this record. Yeah, I'd one. say it's less um less funky than like anything in return was. Um and underneath the pine I think what was kind of new beat and uh still sounds they they have that kind of a little bit more um, like funky disco element kind of thing this one's a little bit more chilled I think a little bit more electronic there definitely is that in there um I'm gonna play a song called girl like you uh from the album um I think people should go and listen to it. It's definitely going to be one of the ones that's good to put on in the car in the summer and put on on the beach in the summer. It was certainly my soundtrack for the weekend that has just gone in the sun. Yeah. I, uh, I woke up on Saturday morning and discovered I could listen to it all and listen to it all, I think, maybe two or three times on Saturday. Mm. Uh, then Sunday I went and lay in some gardens in the sun and listened to it again. It's going to be big for me this summer. I can just feel it. Yeah, brought out at a very good time uh, so this song is Girl Like You by Toro et moi from the album Boo Boo Tim, moving on to your third pick, please. My third pick is going to be one which uh, my entry point to is a very familiar route. He's a very familiar uh, to regular listeners of this podcast. You will know that myself and his self, Harry, are both uh, massive Vampire Weekend fans. They're they're one of our favourite bands, and I mean, in terms of what we've got to look forward to the rest of this year. I still, in my heart of hearts, believe that there is going to be another Vampire Weekend album this year. I believe so. I mean, I also will not be in the slightest bit surprised if I wake up in January and it still hasn't arrived. But I'm hoping. I'm believing. Here's to hope. Um, But a former member of Vampire Weekend, Rostam, uh, we've played a few of his kind of little things that he's Bring been doing. Us, exactly. Um... <laughs> But he's been doing all kinds of stuff uh, since leaving the band and stuff that I've really, really loved. His song with Hamilton Lighthouser a thousand times or one thousand times. Um, (laughs) He really struggled with that. (laughs) Yeah, really. It still bothers me to this day and I still listen to it all the time. Um, But that was one of our songs of the year last year. He's gone and done really exciting stuff which is great to see from someone who came from such an innovative band. Like He's really kept up that momentum and uh, about a week or so ago he dropped a song with an artist that I have absolutely no idea about whatsoever who's called RAC and to people here in the UK that is a company that you phone up if your car's broken down on the side of the motorway and they come and tow you away I knew I recognized RAC. it <laughs> um, and if you google RAC here no sign of this song you just get the breakdown company Um But they released a song called This Song, which... um God's sake. (laughs) Just... It just... A1,000 times this song. What song? This song. Yeah, it's all a bit confusing, but it just really does it for me. And what's interesting is that uh, it really conjures up a lot of Ezra Koenig vibes, which, considering uh, Rostam took the decision to leave Vampire Weekend, is a slightly bizarre thing to uh, be have put in front of you but it's not necessarily a Vampire Weekend sounding song it sounds like the songs that Ezra did with Subtract or with Major Laser those kind of things mm-hmm. like it's that kind of dancey um, yeah it's take away the blinky guitars and then you're left with yeah although uh, Modern Vampires didn't have a single guitar on for pretty much most of it uh, and was still uh, very generalizing. you're very much generalising but I know what you're saying uh, there's a certain sensibility that um, take away your organs. Yeah, <laughs> your not major your organs. organs. <laughs> um. Anyway, it is that kind of. Um, I never really know what that genre is, and you're you're more kind of um in touch with it than I am. So maybe you can help us out here, Harry. Like not. subtract people like that. Like, what is that? It's slightly dancey, but. It's not really dance music. I loved I love getting getting away with stuff like this by just saying it's electronic. Yeah. <laughs> but some of it it you know, maybe it is this kind of subgenre that doesn't really it sort of defies uh categorization. Whatever it is, I think this is really good. Um, it certainly sits in with uh, Subtract's second album quite a lot more than their first. Yeah. Which is a Bit more slower, kind of electronic, yeah, less dance all kind of thing. And again, like, we're, yeah, certainly less dance all, uh, but like, we're having a very rare warm snap here in England, so much so that I would probably not even call it a snap. We've had like a month of sun, yeah, we had rain today, and it was like, what is this? I no, I was, what is water outside? <laughs> I was livid, I was absolutely <laughs> water, rain drops on the floor, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is how we were, Harry. What is puddle? <laughs> I mean, not everyone's quite as broken as you, but uh... why well, am wet? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we've had loads of sunny weather, and wandering around in the sun with this in my ears has been an absolute joy. It's been frustrating that this version of the song isn't on Spotify, so I keep so having to, I keep having to do that irritating thing oh. where you like get the song up on YouTube. And then you put your phone in your pocket yeah, and you have, have to sort to of slide it in without pausing it <laughs> or skipping it. And like, you can't lock it. And then sometimes you'll be walking a bit vigorously and it'll skip onto something else. Why haven't they got an option to close your phone and do it yet? YouTube! Sort it out. Have you ever accidentally, like, found that bug where you accidentally close YouTube and it carries on playing oh, yeah. and you're like, yeah, I've beat the system! And then it, the song ends up. Yeah, they closed it though, on like, two updates ago. Because you used to be able to... If you had the Apple headphones plugged in really? You used to be able to just shut YouTube And then if you clicked play On your little headphone yeah, dock yeah, thing yeah. It would keep playing Doesn't do it anymore it's mm-hmm. livid. Um, but yeah Why don't so, we ruin our fun? Yeah, I know, rubbish But the point is Even with all that inconvenience Of having to try and not knock YouTube While it's in my pocket And do a funny walk to accommodate it uh, <laughs> I'm still listening to this song very, very regularly. Well, I'm enjoying the sun, and I think that's a good reflection on it. The song is by R.A.C. featuring Ross Stan, and it's called This Song. <laughs> please uh, honour us with your fourth and final pick. And if you're anything like me, it's going to be the most difficult one because now you're realising people are getting left out. Yeah. And we're an inclusive bunch. We we like to include as many people as we can. So, (laughs) except the Scottish people that you (laughs) insist on insulting every single week with your silly accents. It it comes from such a good place. (laughs) Um... Right, so my fourth and final pick is a band that is relatively new to me. Uh, It turns out a little closer to me than I had realised. Finding out a few little details um, about some people that I know. I'm being very aloof here. Sexy details. Um, Not necessarily sexy. Um, I'll explain it all soon. You know, I told you about... um... Before we went to Glastonbury, I bought a book of emergency questions that I forgot to take. Yeah. Um, which, thought they're great conversation starters. We should do it. Shout I'll out Richard Owen. Like yeah, we should. It's really good. Um, but one of them is, uh, has anyone you've had sex with had sex with a famous person? So, is that what you're alluding to right now? No. No? Okay. Well, then we'll forget about the whole thing. Yeah. The answer's no, no aren't I can't it's really it's go only. down that. Yeah. There. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a no from me. It's a no from me. Um, anyway, which when John Terry's about is pretty embarrassing, really, because he's yeah, right. He's still if you balance. live in his town. The answer's always yes. His nation. <laughs> <laughs> so the band that I am kind of trying to skirt around without saying is the Japanese House. Oh, I know the connection you're talking about. <laughs> it's a rubbish one. It's not that bad. Basically, she's the ex girlfriend of a person I work with the lead singer of the japanese the lead house. singer of japanese house and uh could yeah could <laughs> isn't it isn't it funny how like these weird things connect though because also jay williams we had on the podcast are uh is the one who good, told us about them good friend american uh told us about this act and then it turns out you've got this connection it's that uh 3 degrees of separ- separation 3 degrees of separation or 5 degrees some amount of degrees of separation. It's like a theory. Basically, you can connect everyone on the planet to everyone else by a certain amount of. Well, it's. Um, people. I don't know if we mentioned it, but. But then there's also we a met, uh, a girl, a lady, at um, Great Escape, and then we met them again at Glastonbury, and it tent turned out to be the sister of this person I work with, and. Oh yeah, bloody is that hell! You're that kind was of weird, saying? It? it was very weird. No. I'm not I'm saying even further removed there's this theory it's like a proper theory that you can connect any two the Kevin people. Bacon theory yeah well it's yeah that that's what that comes from there's the have. I'm gonna say three I'm gonna go with three so there's the three degrees of separation yeah is like the actual thing and then people said like as a joke the three degrees of Kevin Bacon which is then where you can connect two celebrities or three celebrities via Kevin Bacon yeah Anyway, anyway it's very interesting uh, um, I'd love to know just how explaining I'm, it I'd love to know How I'm Like related Not related But how I'm Connected to Meza Uh Meza so So um, Let me try <laughs> No it's really easy Actually Meza Ozil How uh-huh. You know me I know My old boss Simon He has definitely Met Meza Ozil Yeah I guess That makes sense you yeah. definitely mean. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so the band is Japanese House. They released, um, I believe it's a little bit of an EP. There's a song, it's kind of the title of this little EP. It's called Saw You in a Dream. And it has been the song that I've played multiple times every single day since its release. Hmm. And it's stunning. And I love it. I love so much the the <laughs> melody. We we know they use this kind of vocal effect thing which is really nice, but I think it's so subtly used that it doesn't overpower it. Um the vocals are beautiful on it. The EP itself is lovely. Um but this song it's an absolute favorite for me so much so that it it could get into my top 10 not the top 10 but my top 10 of the year so far. It's one of these songs that I just can't get over. Wow, that's I'm a big just praise. Constantly playing it. Yeah, I really really adore it. Brilliant. Um so this song that I'm going to play it's my last pick. It's by the Japanese House. It's called Saw You in a Dream. I saw you in a dream the same. That was the wonderful Japanese house that, Uh Tim. Fourth and final pick. So my fourth and final pick is going to be a bit of a different one and something that... I, why are you doing that? I stopped doing it. And you didn't. I did. You stopped when you knew I'd seen you. <laughs> Listeners, I'm trying to deliver you a good podcast here and Harry is sat opposite me, pulling his hair up <laughs> as high as it'll go. So it's like pulling the skin on his head... Up, like, directly up, just pulling ridiculous faces at me, <laughs> and then when I react, to saying, What? Did not do anything? Stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I love listening back to it when I'm editing, because I can hear you talking, and I know what I'm doing. <laughs> ridiculous. Okay, so, my fourth and final pick is going to be something a bit different, and, like, uh, maybe a bit of a debut on the podcast, really. And it comes from experiences at Glastonbury, really. As I said to you the other day, when we were just wandering around Brighton doing a thing, uh, I've kind of really taken home the Shangri-La vibe and listened to a lot of that kind of music. Like, house music? I've kind of got into it a little bit. So that's taken me down kind of a number of avenues, listening to a number of Artists who, really, I'm I'm going in completely blind. I don't know what I'm going to find. But there's a certain guy that has really stood out to me. The name is Romare. And on, I think the like in the middle of June, put out a little live session thing, which was just one track. Uh, but it was like eight minutes long, nine minutes long. Really, really interesting. But what I'm more interested in is the old stuff. And that is going to be my final highlight of recent weeks um so it as i say it's just one guy real name archie fairhurst uh, but goes by the name romare and basically what he's interested in is obviously the kind of dance house music but also he studied uh, african-american visual culture at university which sounds that's like a i'll tell you what that's an interesting sounding degree isn't it I never met anyone who studied that and I think if I did at like a house party late at night I'd Is be say it like, again sorry African American visual culture yeah okay I feel like I would be intrigued if someone dropped that into does the that conversation does that mean art if it's visual culture I assume so but it could also I think it could also be like magazines just print stuff just everything visual yeah. but like either way I'm intrigued I'm asking him Fashion, more questions design all those yeah. things yeah Exactly that. You're asking questions already. I didn't even study it. I'd have a lovely chat with yeah, this guy in I the know. kitchen, it. <laughs> yeah. Guaranteed. Uh, he's Do you want a side, mate. Tell yeah. me more. I mean, literally, yeah. Uh, don't go. No. Stop phoning an Uber. Can I get your number? Yeah. No, you can't. I'm Roman. Facebook. You're on Facebook. Yeah. We can talk about African visuals. <laughs> yeah, but basically, what I really love is that um, he mixes that kind of. Uh, house music with uh, a lot of kind of old uh, African recordings at times, other times it's kind of um, soul music that is very much obviously uh, comes from an African background but is not necessarily natively African, Um, but basically it's just this really, really interesting mix of two what feel like completely contrasting styles, but actually um, really, really work together. You know, Again, after at the end of the Glastonbury episode, I, I talked about how uh, Jamie XX is set at Beat Motel or Hotel. I can never remember which one it is. Uh, because he played a lot of soul music with dance <laughs> stuff. That was really up my street. And that's kind of what I've been searching for since I got back. And this is the first one that really is pushing my buttons. Um, I'm very interested to hear. So there's t- there. there's two kind of albums slash EPs uh, out there. A three, in fact. Um, all of which I've listened to, all of which I've enjoyed. But my favourite is the first from 2012, which is called Meditations on Afrocentrism, which in itself sounds like the title of a dissertation. Like, <laughs> yes. it's, it's all very intellectual, very profound, and way... Above my head, but I just like it on a really superficial level, and um, I'm, I'm completely. Do you know where he studied? I do not have that information. I can planned. just imagine him in Oxford, like yeah. you know how Foles played to, in like houses and stuff. Yeah, him playing late at night, yeah. like, DJing places. I mean, look at him. I, you can only see a little bit of him because he's got. There's a word across his face on our screen here, listeners, and he's got sunglasses on. But also, he looks so gap gapier. Did you ever? You must have seen Made in Chelsea a few times. Oh, I used to watch it, yeah. He looks like Proudlock, doesn't he? <laughs> he's like a... A dark-haired Proudlock. He's like a handsome Proudlock. He's proud of Although loves. Proudlock was handsome as well. Yeah, he was quite a handsome guy. I quite liked Proudlock. I had a thing for Proudlock. I, I didn't, didn't like really him't like any of them. I didn't like his mates, but I thought I could I could have a beer with Proudlock. The guy with glasses, who was quite funny. I did like him. You won't remember his name. But I used to watch it at uni because... The one who looked like Chris Bayer possibly yeah like ginger Li- not gi- i don't know if it's ginger but yeah a little bit of chub but not really the one who was like quite quite really really posh like incredibly posh. very posh quite dry but then also like just skateboarded around and it was like what are you doing get have a skateboard no you don't belong on a skateboard like ginger hair no i don't know who you're talking about that. no i'll show you after but he was quite funny Okay. He would say funny things. Not anyway, let's stop this admitting that we watched <laughs> Maiden Chelsea on the station. Like, <laughs> At least we don't know the names. <laughs> yeah. Except Proudlock, because he was fit. Uh, <laughs> but he looks a bit like him. He just looks unbelievably cool. And um, as I say, this EP from 2012, Meditations on Afrocentrism, I just love. I, there's only five tracks, but I'm obsessed with every single one of them, including the fifth one, which is Footnotes, which is completely kind of found footage and talking. It kind of... It becomes this weird mix of like... Is it a history lesson? Is it a podcast? Is it found footage, art piece? Is it dance music? Like, you're not really sure, but it's, it's just genius. Uh, looking at this now, I hadn't really chosen which one of these five songs I was going to pick to play, but I think I'm going to go with track number one, actually, which is... Freedom, brackets, aspirations of a prisoner. And as I say, I don't know a huge amount about this artist. I don't know when new stuff's coming. But what I can tell you is that there's a load of tracks on Spotify right now from Romare that are really, really interesting and innovative and really worth going and seeking out. And if, like me, you're maybe just discovering that you're into this kind of music, it's a great entry point. So... Here it is. (laughs) lovely stuff we're getting to the end of the episode we don't really need to say much more Uh, we're going to finish up here Uh, so listeners we're going to thank you so much for being here once again Um, we, we appreciate your continued support so much we cannot put into words That's why I'm not speaking right now, because I can't put into words. But just know how much that silence means from Mm, our hearts. It means everything. Our hearts are pumping in the middle of it. Oh, that's quite good. I hope that uh, translates to the recording. remember when Kaz said that I'm really good at doing noises and voices? This is what she meant. I don't remember that. Oh. She I did. just and I held on to it forever. Well, if she did say that, what I really think she meant is, like, you literally cannot say two sentences in a row in your own voice without just putting on some accent. This just, like, literally everything in every conversation. Shut <laughs> off, Tim! <ten! laughs> uh, but, yeah. So we're going to finish with a song which almost made it into my... <laughs> Like that? <laughs> We're just gonna finish with a song! A song! Uh, yeah, that is how my voice works. Um, no, so basically, there was something that I would have really liked to have put into my musical highlights, my four selections this week, but I'm frankly completely shit and ill equipped uh, to talk about it. It's, It's a film. And I haven't seen it yet. I know nothing about films, and Harry hasn't seen this particular film yet. But it's brilliant, and it's very music-related. So it's a shame it didn't make it into the cut. But when Harry does see it, maybe we'll talk about it. I take a lot. When Tim says, I like this film, it's like, well, this film must be quite good. Because you don't like films. So if something can grab your attention for more than, like six minutes then you probably should give it a go I didn't even look at Twitter while I was watching that so (laughs) So, it must be good Uh, the movie is Baby Driver I know there's a lot of hype about it out there go and listen someone else talk about it because like I say I'm in it. the hype but not only is it brilliant it's really really uh, based around music there's so many clever ways that they use the soundtrack through it and one of the really exciting things for me slash us is one of the absolutely vital songs in the whole plot and the whole everything, and it comes up again and again and in the ultimate climax, is called Brighton Rock. Yes. And as you all know, we're Brighton boys. Uh, not in that way, uh, but... Come on, come on now. Um, but yeah, it's a Queen song, and it's a great moment in a great movie. What I think is, I mean... It's going to be my movie of the year because it's probably going to be the only one I watch. Yeah. But it's also my movie of the year. So there we go. Um, you can comfortably say that <laughs> in July. No, I'll watch at least two more. I'll be, I'll be so depressingly hungover at one point that I'll watch Fantastic Mr. Fox again, so that could We've top it. we got Spider-Man coming out soon, next week. God's sake. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I've been Tim. And I have been Harry. And this has been Tracks, And we will see you next week. Take us out, Freddy. Bye everyone. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye, love you, bye. 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 bye.